0: Welcome to this next episode of the Beloved Miracles Couples Project. Today we're live in Arendal, Norway and uh, I'm sitting next to Bord Bertelsen, uh, a pretty impressive Norwegian man who I've known now for a couple of years. He's a psychologist from the Family Counseling Service in southern Norway and he's just exceptional in, in numerous ways that I've been able to experience firsthand uh, my wife, Andrina, as well, and uh, I'm impressed with him, and I have been for quite some time now. Um, and today was the day that he was willing to share his story, and we were even even discussing a little bit before the interview here. You know what? What are we going to talk about? And we we kind of didn't even really settle on anything, yeah. did we? No, we didn't. So how I hand this over is is usually like bored. Like, yeah. where does your story begin?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, uh, well, team. Uh as I said, uh, when we were talking earlier, um, uh, um, it, it kind of begins uh, in a million places, I think. But, but um, to me, the story begins um, kind of with my childhood or with my birth. That's not very um, <laughs> um, inventive, but, it, um, but, um, uh, but I do think that very much in my life can be traced back to uh, uh, my childhood. Yeah,
0: what, what early ages do you recall? Uh, I do
1: recall um, pretty early, I think, um, at least from from being kind of two or three, although those are very, you know, those are just kind of in different fragments, I think, but I do remember um, from very early on, and I think that as a connection with me, uh, being a, um, as a child, I I talked quite early. Mm -hmm. I was very slow to uh, walk, but very uh, quick to talk. Um, um, So um, my parents, told me that, that, that when I was uh, very little that, and they took me you know, to, to, or their friends, when children uh, my age, they were all running around and I was just sitting on my behind and, and talking while they were just running around making noises. Interesting.
0: So, mm. Yeah? So you had a message to give even then. Yeah, maybe.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That is still mm. evolving. Mm. I mean, it's still, right? It's a part yeah. of who you are today. Yes, I still, I, I still sit on my back <laughs> and talk. <laughs> And I know you've got some interesting projects uh, coming up in the future as well. But mm. but to start your story there, yeah. h- how would your story begin? I mean, what would that two three year old have to say if we could hear um, you then?
1: Uh, I think um, uh, what is um, uh, I'm an only child, um, of, uh, and both my parents are archaeologists. And I do think that that both those things have been very. Um, been d- d- quite defining for for me my whole life. Um, uh, this this, um, and I think that to me I I would in no way say that um, being an only child is like. Uh, um, or, or, or I can say kind of that that it is a kind of existence that is kind of it is common to everyone who uh, do not have siblings. But but at least um, to me I think that it kind of very early on um, uh, allowed me to be confronted with uh, uh, what one could call kind of existential perspectives uh, this um, uh, and from a very early age I was very uh, aware that that I was um, uh, unique in the way that that um, the, the world as I knew it does uh, depends on me I'm the only one hmm. uh, these things in exactly this way, from exactly my perspective, and so so um, of the world as I know it. Um, um, it's kind of uh, uh, very closely uh, and, and um, very closely linked to to uh, to me and my existence, and kind of the, that uh, that uh, that unique perspective of. Or, or, or my, my way of being in the world is accessible to no one else, as no one else's perspective is totally uh, accessible to me. That was a very uh, early um, thought I had, and also kind of my my parents being archaeologists, they I grew up. At least um, my early earliest years, I would always go with them to excavations in summer, and then. I spent the summers in, in, uh, uh, on, on, on the air mattresses and in, in schools in remote places in northern Norway um, where they would go forward to excavate. And I was, I was always, um, that gave me a very much, a, um, uh, I think, a connection to the past as well and to, um, um, and to um, of this, this um, in a way, uh, the art of storytelling or the art of, of, um, of, of um, con- uh, constructing worlds from stories, I think. Because that is, at least uh, the way I understand it, I- in a way, that is uh, what archaeology would be about. It is about finding Physical remnants from um, the past and then making a story today about how those things could be connected. We kind of the, this the, the inventive side of it and the, the, um, this, the inventing of stories, um, connecting things and that things are connected through story. has um, always been part of my life. Wow
0: like this topic now is is clear to me what what we're doing here in terms okay. of story well wow. right mm-hmm. i mean it's i mean what you just mm-hmm. said really and then you, it's anchored in your childhood it's anchored in your parents and of course in my mind comes you know like indiana jones yeah. right mm-hmm. somewhat that that adventurous mm-hmm. exploratory mm-hmm. and to weave it together with story i'd never i'd never made that connection before but but it's obvious mm-hmm. right that that's what you're unearthing mm-hmm. you're unearthing someone else's artifacts yeah and their story, mm. and then yours becomes a part of it mm. because you found it, mm. right? Yeah. And then you will
1: interpret. Yeah, and, and, and uh, I think what, what um, uh, kind of, in a way, you know, what, what archaeologists do, you know, you, uh, they find stuff, which is stuff, uh, and then they write about it. And this, uh, and these, um, what they find doesn't do the writing itself. Writing is done by someone, not something. Uh, so, um, so, so, so the writing about it, which is connecting it, trying to understand what it is, explaining what it is, that is a creative process. It, it isn't kind of just interviewing this. You find an old boat and you uh, put that in this chair and interview it and, and just note down what it says. You know, um, the story the boat has to tell. Me. You know, the boat has no story to tell. You have to tell the story
0: isn't that isn't that true mm-hmm. so now now the, the, this couple relationship right. enters in doesn't yeah. it yeah. That, that even the boat or the artifact mm-hmm. needs someone to offer it a perspective mm-hmm. that it can know its role yeah. its place yeah. its story yeah. and yet the, the the aliveness of that story is yeah. in the telling of it isn't yeah. it
1: yeah, yeah so
0: exactly. it, it needs a partner
1: yeah
0: huh mm-hmm. so no, so now what age like what age were you engaged in even digging like do you recall? I mean, yeah. I've never done this, but the process of very carefully finding and and, and right, you're, you're brushing, you're scraping, yeah. you know, trying to not do damage yeah. while you're unearthing yeah. a mystery.
1: Yeah.
0: Did this fascinate you as a child? I mean, did you did you like get into it and like why didn't you become? Yeah. It would be somewhat of a natural yeah. following, yeah. right, to do yeah. do what your parents do. Yeah. What happened? What happened that shifted the tracks of your your childhood story?
1: Yeah, those are at uh, least those are. Um, Both interesting questions to me, and um, um, but I remember that from uh, uh, I took part in these excavation summers. I think that was kind of when I was, you know, before I went to school. So I was um, little, and and that was in a way like spending the summer in a giant sandbox, You you know, and all these adults, you know, digging. That was what I would do in kindergarten anyway, you know. (laughs) <laughs> sit in this sandbox and dig and, and so now all, all these adults were doing it just, uh, too and in this huge area it was kind of just a, uh, in a way very much um, uh, play to me. And, uh, and i do remember being um, having some tasks and and and, doing, uh, and and this pipe i found that i later think well I'm, I'm not sure, sure I'm the first one to find it but <laughs> it might have been put there but it w- made a very um, big impression on me yeah, I found this yeah, pipe right you were, right. now you were doing what yeah. mom and papa are doing yes, exactly. right and I was and I made this discovery and then you know and it was very much appreciated and then this professor wrote me a letter I think and, but I think you know, these were my parents friends and I think I think it was a, uh, it was a very kind setup I think Wow! So, I do think someone put it there, but but it. Um, huh? uh, I didn't realize that I think uh, until I was in my teens. I'm, I'm a slow learner in many ways. So it held a lot of significance.
0: Absolutely, yeah. And and in your, so you were on the road of an archaeologist. I mean, by by yeah. environment and 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 family, um, right? Yeah. Uh, um, uh, lifestyle, right? Yeah. You you were you were somewhat born into it because yeah. it was your your mother and father's role. Mm-hmm. And then you were uh, raised in it, like in the big sandbox of it. Mm.
1: Um, and I have, um, I think my parents have always been... Um, I, I, I do not recall ever having any kind of pressure or, or kind of clear expectations uh, for what I would do. I, they, I think they just thought that they hoped that I would do something with my life that I would like, and that would, I would make a decent living. and. Fun, I think. I think that has kind of been their project. So, so uh, they certainly had no um, expectations of me being an archaeologist. I'm sure they would have been fine with it if that was um, how it turned out to be. But I was, uh, and I can't kind of say from what age that was, but I was, I was, uh, long before it was uh, the question of kind of choosing an education, I was very certain that that was not what I was going to do. And I was very certain that I would have liked it. But I would, also, very uh, clear on not wanting to kind of be um, uh, only uh, the son of my parents, or 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 first and foremost the son of my parents, because uh, then I would suddenly have something to live up to. In a very, uh, if their, uh, if I should have kind of their colleagues should not become my colleagues and or my kind of superiors and and. That would be an awkward thing to, awkward existence, I thought. Hmm. Uh, and then psychology was in kind of a very um, natural um, kind of territory, I would say, because I, my parents, you know, they were archaeologists. My um, grandfather, my mother's father was a, um, uh, well, I have no idea what that would be called in English, but was kind of professor in, in the ancient Norwegian or Norse language. Mm. So and, and so, so a lot of people in my family have been interested in, in history uh, and so I thought uh, no one's ever uh, at least academically worked with living people so I thought that would that's kind of a new territory it's uncharted land for for my family um,
0: and that was the next adventure mm, mm. is that the right word I mean it, it yeah. was your awareness of You know, Mama and Papa have their adventure, and you enjoyed that sandbox. So here's the question: Like, are you in a sandbox of your own today, still, or or have you left the sandbox?
1: I like that question. I hope I'm in the sandbox.
0: Okay.
1: Um, Right? That you haven't lost
0: what what you recall of those early childhood memories. Right? That you're still doing it somehow, unearthing,
1: and uh, uh, yeah, or, or or or. Playing around with things, I think. Um, and not taking things too seriously. I think that is very, very important to me. But at the same time, taking everything seriously. Um, Say more about that. I mean, mm-hmm. how, do, how do you... you do that crystal clear. <laughs> how do you
0: take everything seriously and yeah. also not? Um, you know, There's a dichotomy, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. And a paradox um, of sorts. Yeah. But you do that, and, and I, I, I ask this question because this is one of the, 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 the exceptional qualities
1: of you. You have that flexibility. Many people don't. I appreciate you saying that. But I would say, okay, so, so I could think, I could uh, try to uh, explain it. Uh, in, um, uh, well, the, the, this uh, French philosopher Foucault, he says uh, somewhere that everything is dangerous. Um, which doesn't mean that everything is bad. Says it. Um, um, but and, um, kind of the way I interpret that, is that you know, everything carries significance, and it, it, it uh, it's it's difficult to know. Uh, and and you always um, you always kind of in the blind in some way. None of us, you know. Uh, 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 I was brought up. Uh, Left-wing political environment, so I very quickly tend to kind of think of you know capitalism and neoliberalism and all these kind of, sort of systems working um, uh, around us and, and, and kind of in disguise, and we uh, so we're always kind of serving some uh, higher, not very good purpose. Um, uh, so, so in that sense, you know, everything is dangerous in the sense that it's um, kind of when I, in, the, in this job, you know, I, I'm, um, uh, I greet people and take them into my office and, and try to be of assistance. At the same time, you know, um, someone's paying me to do that and, and you never know quite exactly what the project is. But if I wasn't uh, sufficiently or at least people like me in general weren't sufficiently living up to their expectations. Uh, we wouldn't be here. So, 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 and you never, you can never know exactly what those expectations are. I think there's a, this Bob Dylan song where it says to you, yeah, we have to serve somebody, maybe the devil or maybe the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. But which you
0: never which, know. Which goes back to a word you mm-hmm. said a moment ago again okay. system, yeah, right? Political system mm-hmm. or, uh, or
1: philosophical or,
0: mm-hmm. or. Right. Yeah. Is, well, there's a lot of questions that I yeah. would ask around this, I mean, but there's still the sandboxes there, mm-hmm. like, like, is the, is the sandbox even a system, is a curious yeah. question. Could be. Probably. For, but, for you as a child, what mm-hmm. was it, and, and the, you know, the history that you shared of, you know, only child with two archaeological parents and finding the pipe, mm-hmm. um, was the sandbox somewhat of a system that, that you chose, because I, I hear you, you wanted to choose something different, like a different mm-hmm. adventure, you, you wanted. Was it almost yeah. to get out of that system?
1: Would that be a fair way to coin it? Well, or you could say that that's kind of where where the not taking things too seriously thing comes in. There we because go. Because it's also, uh, I think, um, uh, it's kind of of taking control. You could call it uh, uh, irony in a way, in a philosophical sense, uh, kind of the the stance of 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 not taking anything literally or. Taking anything to be kind of the, the final truth, or or um, anything to uh, the idea that everything can be seen from different angles. Uh, so I think that, that actually was kind of my way of of taking all you know the the, the play and the stories and um, and transforming that into or, or transporting that perspective into somewhere else where it also and I kind of Belonged uh, so that it became my own thing. You know, so, so that and I could you,
0: you've successfully done that. Yeah. I, I get a sense from you that you you, you know you know you've not lost what mm. what you valued.
1: Yeah. So I could I stole it in a way. I could steal you know what, what I wanted and then kind of find my own camp and uh, where, where where I could you know ju- just uh, have all these things that I've stolen from 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 uh, uh, from from my childhood and upbringing. Apply them in uh, the new uh, place where where the the link wouldn't be obvious to others. I think mm, the link wouldn't be obvious to others because if it was, <laughs> it would probably be okay. But 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 uh,
0: um, I mean, there's almost an unearthing, right? And not obvious to others. I mean, it takes an archaeologist to you know to to dig deeper, right? To find a history, to yeah. find an artifact. I mean, most people walk right over it or drive over it or yeah, yeah. build something yeah. on top of it, right? And, mm. and and even not care,
1: yeah, you could say so, yeah. And right. and, uh, and also, I, I've always been, um, in a way, uh, very much. Um, I've loved kind of uh, mystery or or in secrets in a way. Not that I'm a, a very a very secretive person, but I've always kind of had this dialogue with myself as well. Um, I think that it has to do with being an only child. Um, the 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 ability, or or I'm not sure ability is the um, perfect word for it, but kind of um, uh, being able to tell jokes to myself and find them funny. Uh, (laughs) uh, um, So kind of having secrets, you know. I can, can, uh, one of my great heroes uh, growing up was um, Philip Marlowe, the the, um, fictional detective from Raymond Chandler's novels. He was maybe one of my greatest heroes. And I um, read the books, and then I heard these um, radio theater r- recordings. Uh, so I knew them by heart. I still do. Uh, but, but, um, and then I could some kind times in a conversation just make a Philip Marlowe quote, and I would just, just chuckle so much inside. <laughs> yeah. I know I did that, but you don't. And exactly. This is a secret. I have a secret. Exactly. Mm. So there's something else going on here than... than So that is your
0: sandbox, in, in yep. a way, right? Mm. I mean, that—that's a—it's a, it's a I mean, a sandbox could be a system. It's—it's yeah. yours. It's your system mm. that allows you a freedom in the mm. in the other systems, yeah. maybe. Yeah, it could be. yeah. yeah, Because now, as I think about what you shared of your childhood, you know, and we all are born and raised mm. in one, right? Mm. We, which is a system. Mm. A family is a system. Mm. Right? Our family of yep. origin, yeah. and okay. how we all play a role. Mm. In that system, mm. and some enjoy it and stick in it, and they they follow in the footsteps, yeah. and others choose to make their own mm. footstep, mm. leave their own artifacts, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and in some way this is connecting now to the to the present day, right, where where you and I have come together, I, I would even say without getting into specifics because we don't need to, it's like we came together. Initially, like like man to man, this was how I recall yeah. our first encounter with each yeah. other. Like man to man, this this, this uh, you know I, I'd never met you before. Yeah. I'd heard of you. Yeah. You had a, re- a bit of a reputation well. that had come my way, well. which uh, had me walk in to meet you and realize how fortunate I was. That that's what your reputation conveyed yeah. to me through a friend, a valued, trusted friend, who was assisting me uh, at that time. She said, "Oh, you know, you're very lucky. You're very lucky to uh, to have him." helping you with this. And, and yeah, you and I came together to, uh, to, to play in a sandbox. Mm-hmm. It's a very mm-hmm. childlike way of looking mm-hmm. at it because there were some serious matters mm-hmm. at the time. And yet over the last two-year period, we've taken incredibly serious matters and we've lightened them. Mm-hmm. We've freed, freed them mm-hmm. in a sense. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and look at what we're doing right now. Yeah. Like the freedom, the trust, mm-hmm. the, the surrender even. Mm-hmm. To allow uh, some further sharing of story, because yeah. I, I think in what you've shared and what what the work we've been doing with this project, you know, it, it couples, mm-hmm. as you and I are a couple in this yeah. moment, exchanging yeah. this this uh, unearthing that's coming to mind, right, with with archaeology, and uh, and story, so couple story and inspiration. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the other word that really coins my experience of you over these past couple of years. Mm-hmm. You inspire me. Okay. And you know, without saying you know, negative things of my experience in Norway of a decade now, it's almost been 10 years here. Um, I mean, you're, you're exceptional in that regard. You, in, you inspire me. Yeah? I often refer to Norway for this American, as like yeah. too small for me. But with you, I, I don't have a sense of that. Which is, it's, it's, that's a strange one yeah. for me. Because like, uh, generally Norway is just too, too small for this American. But no, with you, I, there's no sense of that at all. So that there, there's a different system or a different sandbox at play for me,. Yeah. And that's why it's really curious for me to uh, to engage with you in this conversation. Can, can you recall, I mean, like is is there anything of um, of these topics of story, of system, mm-hmm. of of what what were we doing when we first met, and what are we doing today? because I, I know your approach to it is is much more um, broad. Mm-hmm. As I said, it's not small which yeah. I really value, yeah. you know.
1: Or you could say that uh, uh, it's like this with everything, and this, uh, to me, uh, this is playing, and, and uh, but many people find that very annoying in me. But but uh, you could say that it's also very small and not big. It, right, yeah. right. It is it, just a small. Because it's in our story the yeah. way we yeah. choose to, to yeah. tell it. Yeah, and it kind of is just the particulars. And then uh, if, you, if you pay close attention to kind of the, the small particulars of, of, of everyday sequences and how just just life kind of unfolds or uh, uh, which is always done kind of in the present it, it, it's there is only a present in a way um, so it's always kind of slowly unfolding uh, and then kind of the, these grand stories or, or, or meaning and, and and kind of how things are connected that is that is the artifact, in a way. Is that it? Is, that and is what is. You, it's a perspective, and because that fascinates you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so kind of. So kind of. i, I, I in a way kind of very. Um, I do think that, I, that in some ways I try and, uh, uh, to pay close attention to, kind of the, the particulars of of life, or 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 of of events, and and I kind of trust... Humanity, or, or the two of us now, or, or anything. To kind of, um, it will be figured out. It will be given some meaning. M- meaning will happen. It's almost uh, inevitable. So, so, so it's not so. Um, I do not think it is of, of, of um, pressing importance for me to make sense of stuff all the time. Is that right? So yeah, know? I mean, so you can free yourself of of being too engaged in it as well right you I can do think so and I do think uh, if I should kind of um, say something in my story one of the uh, other kind of things that have been very very important in my life and also very important as um, a professional I think is kind of my engagement with music uh, which I've uh, played from 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 the age of seven I think in different instruments and, and, and settings and and I am uh, actually when you uh, do you think, uh, how the, the, uh, for, for how I've played and with all the uh, wonderful, the have played good musicians that I'm a, a horribly bad uh, compared to how I, how I could be as a musician. But to me, that that that, that is of no importance, you know, because I think the struggle is is a very that is a very central uh, concept to me, and and struggle as as almost like a neutral concept, um, but but the importance of being. Kind of walking upstream, uh, or swimming upstream, I think is, uh, uh, or, or and, and moving with friction, I think is very important.
0: The, like the like the road less traveled that, that interests you.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, and, and and the traveling itself, and, and, and the, the, um, do, doing something that you're kind of not born to do or not necessarily uh, talented. Forces you also to be uh, present or aware. Uh, so this mm-hmm. is back to yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's
0: it's is when you say present, I think of the word alive, like alive. Yeah. Yeah. Is it yeah. the same for you?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think I think that is a at least it's a, it's a uh, they're cousins so <laughs> they are related.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the tingling feeling yeah. or, or that sense of uh, excitement and and um, yeah. Presence, right? Mm. Like really, like really taking it all in, because yeah. we're not so caught in a preconceived mm. idea. Mm. Where we are willing to be the explorer, the child mm. in the sandbox, and you
1: know, yeah. like what is here, mm. this aliveness. Mm. Yeah, it is kind of, in a way, always kind of taking in the whole, whole scene and never succeeding. I think that is also a, uh, and you value that. Yeah, you value yeah. Ne- never succeeding. Absolutely. Yeah. And I do think it's, uh, um, because you could, this is kind of a, I think, a a slightly Marxist view on history, but uh, um, um, I do think that the worst thing that could happen would be uh, for everything to be all right in this world. You know, that is kind of the end Mm -hmm. of history in a way. Uh, um, and, 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 and... maybe kind of in, in the Garden of Eden, maybe uh, the most, the greatest gift to humanity that Adam and Eve did was to eat that apple uh, and, and kind of get history going. Wow. Because there was no, you know, there was, a, a kind of, uh, they were having a perfect time but nothing was really going on there.
0: Well, you know, I, I want to drag this out and I think what we'll have to do is, is do this again and I hope you'd be yep. willing to do this again soon, because the topics here, are they're just so rich and yet I can't stop without at least uh, seeing if we can come full circle on what you just okay. said, yeah. right? Because mm-hmm. we, we've been referencing couples mm-hmm. and of course, um, you know, your, your work has a lot to do with um, supporting and assisting and nurturing, mm-hmm. listening to, yeah. unearthing mm-hmm. the sandbox mm-hmm. with couples. Mm-hmm. Like, like husbands and wives mm-hmm. and mothers and fathers and family counseling, right? Family settings, yeah. Yeah. Um, how does that apply to what you just said, right? Because maybe that's the, in, in the story that we've heard You know, Adam and Eve is like this original couple, this original family of origin mm-hmm. that apparently we're all sourced from to yeah. <laughs> further down the line. Um, what advice? Yeah, I mean, cause you, you mm-hmm. have had tremendous exposure and experience to numerous couples in numerous circumstances what advice do you weave mm-hmm. together from your experience mm-hmm. compared to what you just said because mm-hmm. that that there seems to be something i think you could speak that i've not heard many people speak that there's value in the biting of that apple mm-hmm. and doing the wrong thing yeah the existential mm-hmm. perspective mm-hmm. you said earlier
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the struggle is very central mm-hmm. almost like a neutral can mm-hmm. you say more about that and in the present day with a reflection yeah. on, like you did, to these grand stories we have, right, of like an Adam and a, an Eve eating the apple. Well,
1: um, yeah, uh, uh, maybe, and in, in, in it's not to glorify struggle. I mean, there are uh, absolutely um, much in this world that, that's, that's so far from okay as it could be and that we should really be, be dealt with and many struggles that should be, uh, solved I think but 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 I do think that that um, uh, I, I mean i I'm something that's made great expression uh, on me a uh, great impression on me is, is um, that I've had the privilege to talk to um, many people from from other countries uh, and and for instance from Africa and I've talked to people you know who've spent years in, in in refugee camps in Africa and who've said um, that um, uh, after coming to Norway, they long back. Uh, uh, They're missing af- something. Uh, or, or, or life was better in, in, in a camp, in an in unorganized refugee camp in Africa than it is in Norway. Why? For them. Like why? Um, what, what is their why behind saying
0: something like that, that, you, that you've interpreted or you've heard?
1: I do think it is kind of the, the um, uh, just me speaks of, 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 of um, the level of, of experienced struggle you could maybe say and I do think it is from going to uh, from, from 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 what is known to what is simply too unknown it's too foreign um, and um, and I do think but this is of course a whole whole different yeah it might area. be a, a topic for our yeah. next uh, yeah. Inquiry yeah, here. This will be this will be serious. <laughs> I, I would like that. I mean, I, I because it, it'll be our weekly talk show. I but, feel incredibly uh,
0: alive uh, in these conversations uh, with you. I mean, that's the, I'm recognizing that now, like I've I've noticed before, but it's it's really present now. <laughs> you know, like like how how alive I feel with you and I being able to discuss these things. Mm-hmm. So I'm still with someone from a from an, a refugee yeah. camp who comes to Norway. Mm-hmm. Ah, right, I mean Norway has been rated mm. one of the highest standards yeah. of living in we all the, the world.
1: This is the happiest uh, country in the, the world. The happiest. Yeah. Yeah. The happiest. And of course, uh, uh, but still, you know, uh, uh, no one would be content with the kind of, kind of the, you know, that is kind of just, uh, just uh, in many ways at least, a very kind of silly statistic, I and mean, it's a silly, you can't say that, at least to, to these particular people, it wasn't. And to me, uh, that is much more important. It is very, uh, saying something in general about the country is, is so, it's so abstract that it's almost not interesting. It, it's good enough for a sh- small notice in a newspaper, uh, but, uh, and it's fine for that, but, but it, in, in, it, it's not very useful. C- c- because usefulness, in, at least in, in my work, is, is with, with individual people or couples or families or small communities. Um, and so, so if they say, uh, Norway is worse than a, a refugee camp and I would, if I was given the choice today, I would go back, uh, uh, then that is true. Uh, so, so it is true, Norway is not the happiest country in the world. Uh, and for all uh, purposes, for all relevant purposes in that context, Norway is not the, Norway is one of the worst countries in the world. It's a very unhappy country, it's a country that makes you unhappy. It's not uh, the general you; it is this particular you, uh, and that is true. You know.
0: Uh, and and you've you've heard it or found it or unearthed it more in immigrants than in in uh, uh, Norwegians.
1: Uh, yeah, I think the the, the kind of the, the privilege of being an immigrant or 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 um, um, in exile in a way is the the, the privilege of knowing positions or two perspectives and as people i have uh, i could say you now i lived six months in new zealand and i have traveled some but uh, in most respects i've lived my whole life in Norway um, so this is what i know it is very difficult for me to uh, it is like uh, almost like you know if you say you ask a fish you know how do you find the water it is a um, or, or do you uh, do you like water you know that's not a question there's no alternative there is uh, s- uh, and and you need uh, alternative you need difference to think difference is a precondition for thinking um, and, and you cannot kind of think sameness that's just conti- uh, continuing sameness mm. so, so so i do think the privilege of of knowing different perspectives is the uh, the privilege of being able to have a perspective and there's something of the couple dynamic, isn't there? Yeah, of in, course. In what we're yeah. referencing here, yeah. right? That, that there is two perspectives being yeah. shared. Yeah, and I do think, I, I do think, I can't even remember how we got into that, but I do think that my uh, that was kind of a very long way of of saying something or giving an example about kind of the uh, at least how I view kind of particulars. The, the particular is kind of the the refugee or the um, exile or. Um, Things aren't kind of in a definitive, general sense. You know, they are as they are experienced, and we experience differently. And we're back to story, yep. right? Yep. And that yep. tends to be yep. what what we say of yep. our experience. Mm-hmm. It becomes our story. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so I, and I do think that because you asked me kind of what is important to me, would I give some advice? That was how I did, uh yeah. Uh, and so telling all these these things about, about exile, I think that was my evasion of the. Uh, you, you're, I, agree. Yeah, I agree I, I said but, to you but before the giving advice is, 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 is very difficult for me and I, I, I do not think I will um, uh, okay. give any advice but I do think that what is important for, to me in my job and I do not think that that is the right way of doing this job it's just uh, what I have up until now found uh, um, works for me in the sense that that, that, uh, yeah, that is seems to me to be kind of the the most energizing way of doing things for me is is uh, to 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 kind of uh, be be, be, um, very uh, accepting I think Uh, and and to think that that, you know uh, in a way uh, um, and it's it's uh, and it comes also to trust I think so. if you pair struggle and trust put value on these uh, on them as concepts. I do think that, that um, struggle is, is uh, does always carry with it the potential for creativity. Also, of course, the potential for destruction. But but with, for creativity, and and I trust people to know what's best for them, and um, mm. uh, so that is kind of slowing things down or and uh, hopefully I I very often fail but 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 uh, I wish to offer a different perspective in a kind of a friendly peaceful manner and I always wish to to offer a different perspective and of course uh, uh, so I have to be able to take many perspectives because I never know which perspective someone will have and if, there's, if it's a couple, I do often think that it's useful to have a third perspective, you know, because it's either either we do it my way or we do it your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is kind of the, this binary um, tension. So it's always useful, I think, to have, a or, well, there might be a third way, which might, for instance, be do nothing at all. Kind of stay in conflict is a, um, I think it's, it's a very underrated um The option of not resolving things is, I think, is is a very uh, underrated uh, option. And undervalued. Yeah, Yeah. in many, many, yeah, just, just, uh, uh, just improvise some more, and, and maybe something will happen.
0: See, I think you've given a little bit of advice without giving advice. You, you did it. No. You actually did it. And it's somewhat, you know, if I were to coin it, I, it what I heard in my story, right, is, is um, you know, a third, a, third, uh, a third perspective. So for a couple to find a third perspective, which I think we often do, you and I, in our discussions, mm. because we, we're finding many perspectives, not mm. just a third. Yeah. Yeah. We're finding uh, multiple, multiple yeah. perspectives of our own story, our own experience, and each other's. And then we've often had wonderful sharings of, of uh, you know, the larger mm-hmm. world story, or political stories, or country-to-country stories, yeah. which we represent, yeah. right? Coming from the United States and, uh, and being with you here in Norway. Um, and I, I can so identify as well with what you said of, of a fellow immigrant mm-hmm. to your country, mm-hmm. and how it is a bit of a fish out of water. And how happy mm. could a fish be mm. out of water? Mm. And yet, archeologically, I guess there's some roots that maybe we were all yeah. once fish.
1: Yeah, we are fish out of water. Who, who
0: walked out of the yeah. water.
1: And, and if you're you know, kind of bringing it all back to kind of your uh, question of beginning, well, that is how we all begin. You know, we are kind of in the womb, we, we uh, swim. So the kind of how, how conscious life start, begins, it's, it begins with, with coming out of the water. Doesn't it? Yeah, And and the first thing that happens is is the the hitting dry land. And whether it's Adam and Eve or our birth parents,
0: right, there is that role Mm. to be played, which every single one of us as a human being, Mm. which to me almost boggles my mind, Mm. like the significance of couple, Mm. I think is understood biblically and, you Mm. know, in other ways, culturally and so on and so on. And yet, like the depth of what we just touched on Mm. is from, a story like the Garden of Eden mm-hmm. to today, and we're all born in it, mm-hmm. right? That is the water you could mm-hmm. say. We're we're born into the water uh, of a couple, mm-hmm. and out of that, we mm-hmm. right one way or another. All mm-hmm. human beings that I've met, we're all drawn or compelled yeah. to some coupledom whatever that means for yeah. us,
1: yeah.
0: right? And 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 often that's the perpetuation of the race, right? We we are uh, birthing the next generation through yeah. this yearning. Yeah,
1: I, I like this. this uh saying or perspective that, that, that we're always we're born into someone's hands so kind of we, we there you go yeah and and if 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 there are no hands there you know there then we just um then the, the being born doesn't go very well so so um we're always born and born someone is expecting us
0: which almost you know goes back to the uh the only child thing and yeah. it's like well you you're not so only right you're not yeah no you're of course,
1: not so i've always been expected i've always known that i've always yeah. been very uh, I, I was blessed with a very, um, you know, safe uh, and, and uh, playful childhood, and, and uh, I've always, uh, not, I, I could, but that's for, for, for a different time, I think, but I, Yeah, um, yeah, I
0: uh, see that in my own yeah. son, so this is yeah. a topic that really interests me now, like, like, my design would be to have, you know, some brothers and sisters mm-hmm. for our son, who's now seven years old, and yet it's, it's possible that, that he'll be similar, mm-hmm. he'll be an only child mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm curious, because I was not an only child, mm. so I'm curious, yeah. Mm. And it's been fascinating today, listening to what you've shared, of the, the value you found in that. Mm. And that you still find in mm. it, from what I hear, mm. you've not let it go.
1: Yeah.
0: You've taken a good chunk of the sandbox with you. Absolutely. And you've allowed me, mm. in this moment, mm. you know what I mean, to, to get in the sandbox mm. with you.
1: It's <laughs> been fun playing with you.
0: It, it has been fun. You know what I mean? Mm. Right? Do you remember those days as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. You want to play, right? Mm. We don't ask that so often as an adult anymore, but it, it's mm-hmm. there, yeah. right? We want to. Do yeah. we
1: play? Will, will you be my friend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I do you remember you know this this <laughs> kind of before cell phones and internet? You know, just walking, uh, walking you know, and, and ringing doorbells and kind of just saying, "You, do you want to play with me?" Yeah. That is can you can that, you come out, right? Yeah. Can you come out and play? And it's yeah. just a wonderful. It's just such a wonderful. I think trusting gesture of these kids, you know, walk, walking you know, alone out in the world, uh, just ringing on the doorbell and and expecting, you know, someone to open and to uh, to want to play with them. I think that is just uh, it's, it's a wonderful thing. I think. Hmm.
0: Hmm. I think on that note, I mean, that that there's some additional advice yeah. I think slipped out of you <laughs> to couples, <laughs> right? Because. Because uh, I certainly wish to have that experience with my wife mm-hmm. as well, right? This idea of, of play and uh, and also the seriousness of it as well. I liked how you contrasted those earlier, right? If I, if I wrote it correctly, it was, um, you know, you, you like to be able to play around with things and not take things mm-hmm. so seriously. So, uh, and at the same time, take everything seriously, mm-hmm. right? You said both of those. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll leave it on that note, unless there's anything else that you would want to extend to our couples who are building together who is uh, primarily who we share these messages with right now but of course there's many single you know individuals yeah. who are interested in this as well and I think it's because of the couple story that we're compelled like a fish in water to to breathe
1: anything else I think I think, uh, I think uh, that is a very nice ending
0: You're a gentleman. You truly are bored. and I I thank you for it and uh, I I hope we will come together and do this again because I truly believe that by by just watching or listening to what we've just done, we're going to actually see something in ourselves and in each other that we probably, it'll be a third perspective that we haven't had, not in this way um, up to now. So I'm really curious to actually watch what we've documented here this day. So thanks Thanks for for joining joining us. Until next time, we're going to look forward to doing more and more of these live interviews with the Beloved Miracles Couples Project. Because as Bord just reminded me, all this technology is wonderful for connecting us, but it does seem to rob us of the opportunity of being like a child and going to the door again. Like many of us in our generation, we, we grew up with that. That was the only way to play. <laughs> we, you know, maybe there was a phone call, but it was usually more effective to just go over, right? Go over and see if they're home. and and see if their parents will let them come out and play. So I'm glad our parents let us come out and play today. And uh, I hope we can remind our, our own children you know, that they have that freedom as well. Yeah. Thanks.